0: Welcome to Trading with Rainer Show, the trading podcast where you'll gain trading insights to level up your trading so you can beat the markets. Let's start boosting your trading knowledge from your friend, Rainer Teo. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So in today's episode, right, I want to talk about when should you not ride a trend. So let me put a little bit of context here. right? So As you know, right, uh, one of my trading strategy is a trend-following approach, right, where I write massive trends across different markets. So when I talk about when not to write a trend, right, this is mainly for discretionary price action traders, right, when you want to wonder to yourself, right, should I be writing this move or should I, you know, just capture one swing in the market? So that's the perspective, that is the context that I'm coming from. If you're a trader, a systematic trend follower, then by all means, go and write your trend, right, and, you know, forget about this video. So a little bit of context over here this is mainly for discretionary price action trader. So a few things a few tips to share with you on when not to ride a trend. Number 1 when the higher time frame is overextended. So let's say you enter a a trade on the daily time frame, and you happen to realize that on the weekly time frame, right, the market is overextended. So, what do I mean by this is let's say the market on the weekly time frame is uh in, in an uptrend as well, it goes up, pulls back, goes up, pulls back, and goes up. So, when it's at this high point, when it goes up, right? At this high point, you don't want to be looking to write a trend, right? Because chances are the market will make a pullback, right? So this is uh the first thing to pay attention to, right? To whether the Higher time frame, is it overextended? Is it far away from an area of value? Because if it is, right, then you don't want to ride the trend, but instead just capture a swing and get out right before the market uh, makes a pullback. Because if you think about this, right, when the higher time frame makes a pullback, right, on the lower time frame, let's say a weekly time frame makes a pullback, the daily time frame, right, it's going to be more than just a pullback the pullback is going to be much more deeper because of the way the uh, the, the charts are being uh, built right so this is just uh, something to to be aware of right a pullback on a weekly time frame will be a much deeper move on the daily time frame and if you go down even to the 1 hour time frame it could be even a, a downtrend altogether okay so first thing right is that uh don't look to write a trend when the higher time frame is overextended. number 2 uh don't look to write a trend right when you know this is for uh, Forex, right? When you know certain currency pairs have a mean reverting characteristic. So, what do I mean by this? So, so uh, I've done uh, uh backtesting and research on this, and for example, a currency pair like Aussie Canadian, it has a mean reverting behavior. So, what this means, right, is that I ran a backtest, right? This is this idea is actually uh taken from Andrea Unger, so credits to him, right? So, what I did is that uh I run a backtest on Aussie Canadian, right? Whenever the price breaks above the previous day high. I go long. Whenever the price breaks below the previous day low on Aussie Canadian, I would exit the long trade and go short. So I keep doing this, right? Whenever it breaks out higher, previous day high, go long, hold on until the price breaks below the previous day low, then you exit the long trade and you go short. So I keep doing this. And what happens is that for the Aussie Canadian currency pair, the equity curve is downward sloping over time. So when you do this so-called breakout strategy, lose money on Aussie Canadian. And the reason for it is quite simple. It's because Aussie Canadian is not a trending market. In other words, it's not a market that has momentum follow through on the daily time frame. Whenever it breaks above the previous day high, chances are it will reverse down lower, okay? At the same time, right, for pairs like pound dollar, Yen. These are momentum currency pairs. These are trending currency pairs. Whenever it breaks above the previous day high, it tends to have some follow through. So when I applied this uh, same so-called uh, strategy, these uh, pairs right have an upward sloping equity curve. So what has this got to do with uh, riding trends? Simple, right? If you trade mean-reverting currency pairs like pound Canadian, sorry, Aussie Canadian, right, or, or pound Canadian, right, these are mean-reverting pairs. They tend to reverse right at the previous day high or low. So bear this in mind, right? And I would say it's much more. Uh, uh, advisable to just capture one swings in this type of mean reverting characteristics of these FX pairs, right? So that's uh, just a, a little bit of uh, additional tip for you. Uh, the third thing, right? You shouldn't be writing trends, right? When you're not willing to to give back profits. So so here's the thing, right? Here is a fact, right? If you want to write trends at the market, there is absolutely no way ahead of time, right? To know when the trend will end exactly at which level. You might get it once or twice, you know, getting lucky, but the rest of the 80% of the time, you will get it wrong. So let me ask you, how many times have you, you know, take profit at the highs, thinking that the market can't go up any higher? And next week, when you look at the chart, the market broke out even higher and, you know, went even uh, much more in your favor. So you get my point, right? So, so you have to be willing to give back open profits to ride the trend. And the way we do it is that we use a trailing stop loss. For example, if you are buying in an uptrend, we're going to ride the uptrend, you can use a trailing stop loss like the 100-day moving average. And if the price closes below the 100-day moving average, then you exit the trade. But if it, it doesn't, right? If it pulls back, but hasn't break below the 100-day moving average, you continue to hold the trade. And that's how we use a trailing stop loss. Moving average is one way to do so. And and the nature of trailing stop loss is that you have to be willing to give back open profits to ride the trend. If you're not willing, then you know it's pretty much yeah, impossible to ride the trend. Okay, so that's the third thing. And final, finally, right, number four, you have to be willing right to stomach the volatility. So trend following, it's a, uh, it's a robust, it's a profitable, proven trading strategy that has, you know, worked over the last few decades. But the reason why not many traders are able to trade it is because they can't stomach the volatility. So you can imagine this, right? Let's say market breaks out higher, you catch the trend, your account is up maybe 20%. But because, remember I said, right, that to ride a trend, you have to be willing to give back open profits. You're going to use a trailing stop loss. So the market could be, you know, up, 20%, your account up 20%, but as you trail a stop loss, right, you know that it's not the time to exit your trade yet. You have to exit only when it hits your trailing stop loss. And what could happen is that the market could reverse down lower, all the way down and hit your trailing stop loss. And instead of you know making a 20% profit at one point in time, you might only get out with a 2% profit. So you've technically lost 18%. So this is the type of volatility right, that you have to expect as a trend follower, your open PL is gonna swing up and down. But in the grand scheme of things, right, you will make money. But at the uh, certain point in time, right, at each and every day when you look at your PL, it can just swing up and down like this, and that's the nature of this uh, trading methodology. So you have to be honest with yourself: can you handle that volatility? And from what I've seen, right, most traders cannot handle it. They want something consistent, something fixed, right, and that's why trend following. It's a simple trading strategy, but not easy to execute consistently. All right, so. With that said, right, uh, let's do a quick recap. Number one, when should you not ride a trend? When, Number one, when the higher time frame is overextended. Number two, when the certain markets or certain currency pairs have a mean reverting characteristic like Aussie Canadian. Number three, you're not willing to give back open profits. And number four, you can't stomach the volatility. Okay, so with that said, I have come to the end of today's episode and I will talk to you soon. We appreciate you joining us in this session of Trading with Rainer Show be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit tradingwithrainer.com for more resources related to today's session. That's tradingwithrainer.com. Until next time, good luck and good trading.